girl, if you don't hurry up and let's go, Girl King Podcast is about to come on, and I am not trying to miss it because of you. Okay, I'm coming. Dang. All right, let's go. I'm about to turn it on right now. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, guys. Welcome back to Grow Queen Podcast. It's your host, Shakrina. And Patrice. And we are back with season two. Episode one, baby. Hey, man, turn up. Mm-mm, mm-mm. We've been gone for a month, y'all. I know y'all missed us. I ain't even gonna ask. It's a given. Y'all missed us. Uh, in this month of June, we didn't celebrated both our birthdays. So, happy birthday to us. Mm-hmm. They turned out to be really nice. This one over here surprised me with a brunch date with the girls. <laughs> I didn't even see it coming, but I lived my best life. Right. And then on her birthday, we had a little shindig. But the day before that, we went to brunch, and I had way too much to drink. We had unlimited mimosas. And way just too know, much to drink. That day ended with us in the mall. Oh, that was fun. <laughs> I forgot about the mall. Walking around the mall, dancing in stores. Because we was a little... T- a little know, tipsy. Had a little mimosas. Yes, it was good though. That was it was good, fun though. That was fun. Yeah. No people were hurt in the making of this. No, no except <laughs> for me a little bit. <laughs> like I didn't feel too hot. In but, the bathroom uh, sink. I know. <laughs> I ain't gonna tell about it. But uh no, yeah, that actually was fun, man. Dancing look, if you ever a little tipsy, go to the mall. Just go. It's fun. And just be your best self. The mm-hmm. guy was trying to get you to sign up for the thing. He was like, Do you want to sign up? I said I don't have the energy. Mm-mm. He said, just to sign up, I said, I'm a little drunk. I like, can't. I ain't gonna lie to you. I, I cannot focus right now. I need to keep on moving. If I stop too long, <laughs> it's not gonna be nice. <laughs> but, but yeah, all in all, we had fun little birthdays. They were really nice. Uh, we'll eventually post some pictures on our IG, so check that out. Mm-hmm. FYI, if you did not watch the trailer, we, or listen to the trailer, we have a new IG Woo-woo. for y'all. Finally. So y'all can hit your girls up, you know? We will be posting on there, so make sure you go over to IG. Follow us on there. It is the, it is Queen's, what is this called? Grow, Grow Queen, Queen Podcast. Podcast. That's the name of All it. All one word. All together. Um, so if you have an IG, make sure you check us out on there. Follow us. DM us. Say, what's up, girl? Hey, girl. Hey. Um... So, yeah. So, we are actually going to switch things up slightly different. We're not going to be doing our weekly check-ins. We're not going to be doing our growth check-ins either because this season we actually have a topic of discussion. So, we're going to be just moving in that. Um, It's going to be a little more structured for y'all. That's it. Uh, You got something else to say? No. Oh, I look like you was. So, yeah. So, again, if you listen to the trailer, then you know this season we are going to be talking about relationships so yes every week we will be discussing relationships that is relationships with yourself relationship with god relationship with your parents relationship with your spouse your children your money and whatever other relationships there are (laughs) god will highlight we will be discussing those this season so if you're interested in that make sure y'all tune in every week and we will be here every week, every Monday. Every Monday. So, uh, yeah. So, we're going to go ahead and jump right into it. So, when it comes to growth, we always talk about growth requiring intentionality, vulnerability, 
and accountability. So how does that apply to relationships? Okay, so we found out earlier that when it comes down to it, the Google definition of relationships is just a connection between something. Yes. Um, or with something. So I feel like with a connection, just as with your pursuit of growth, um, I feel like you need to be intentional with it. Um, I know this is going to be like a very vague answer. Like you need to be intentional with it. Um, you have to allow yourself to be vulnerable. You have to let those walls down. You have to allow, um, you know, yourself to just tap into that sensitive side of yourself. Um, and accountability. I feel like accountability is big because we've touched on this a lot last season. Is that sometimes we don't want to be accountable for our actions. Sometimes we want to just, you know, have a a, a view of only the what the other person has done or, you know, whatever so I feel like um accountability is necessary in relationships yeah whether you be your own accountability partner or you you're whoever that on the whoever is on the other end of the spectrum of that relationship is your accountability partner yeah. or even somebody on the outside right but um I feel like essentially um to me they all tie in the same as they do for growth yeah I agree as you were saying that like basically that that is the exact same thing it's a relationship requires growth, right? And so all of those three points that we just define growth as, they are necessary necessary in a relationship because like how I was thinking about it, not be, touching on it too much because those are going to be other topics, but you literally have to apply all three of those areas to any relationship, even money, you know? Like you have to be accountable, you have to be intentional, and you have to be vulnerable. And I think the vulnerability part is like you acknowledging, right? Um, but it really comes, it, it's required for every relationship across the board. So I, I actually am really excited about us doing this topic because there's so much that we can talk about in different areas because most people just look at relationships as like a personal, intimate relationship that you have with your spouse. Um, or your best friend, you know what I mean? Or like your children, but it's, it's more, it's really, what is it? The connection mm -hmm. between two things. So whatever connection you have, it could be a relationship with you have with your dog, you know? So it's like, it, something has to be, <laughs> that's going to be a weird one, but <laughs> it has to be this give and take thing. But it, you, you do have to apply those three, um, those three, those three things. Um, I would say it's more so about having a successful relationship. Um, so this week specifically, we're going to be discussing um, relationships with self. So the relationship that we, the personal relationship that we have with ourself. Um, so you want to go, you want me to go first? Mm, you could go first. Okay, so the first point is, what does it look like? So for me personally, my relationship with myself um is it looks like me being honest with myself like because I feel like for so long y'all know <laughs> if you listen to the first season y'all know how I told y'all I was a little delusional out here with certain things like right like my body and I'd be like oh no I don't look like that I look like this 
And then the reality, and I'm like, oh, that's really what I look like. So that was kind of like how I was with myself, right? Mm-hmm. Like when it was exposed last year, well, God exposed it. Nobody else exposed me but God. But when God exposed that I was selfish, right? Like my whole life, I feel like I didn't heard that. And I used to get mad because I'm like, I'm not selfish. But when he would highlight things and show me areas where I was being selfish, I was like, oh, dang. <laughs> so I really am selfish, right? Like that, those were selfish acts. So it's like, you say you're not because to you, you feel like you do things for other people. But I, I learned that in me doing things for other people, I was expecting something in return. That's selfish. I didn't just do it just to do it, right? So that's the, I would say, the vulnerability part of it for myself is I'm vulnerable with myself and I'm I'm honest with myself and I tell myself the truth, you know. Um, I'm not going to lie, I get a little help from the Holy Spirit, but nonetheless, I still have to acknowledge it and I have to own it. Um, and in me doing that, because I'm not naive, it actually allows me to even grow as a person, you know? So it's like me having that personal, intimate relationship with myself, um, me owning everything and not just making excuses for myself. Um, I I correct myself when I know I'm wrong, you know what I mean? Like, Or I acknowledge my wrongs, whereas before... I used to just be like, even if I knew I was wrong, I I wasn't going to tell nobody. I wasn't, it wasn't even about me telling nobody. I literally had convinced myself that I wasn't wrong. I still kind of have those moments where it's like, I know I'm wrong, but I'll convince myself that I wasn't wrong. But then it's like, okay, Trina, you got to have a real honest conversation with yourself and be like, but you know, you was wrong, right? Don't deny it. Like it's, it's the truth. And so for me, um, I feel like it, it definitely has, like, allowed me to, it, it's matured me, that's what I'm going to say, that it has matured me, um, so yeah, I think I actually tied in too, because it says, how has it evolved, mm-hmm. so just tying them together, basically, like I said before, I would just lie to myself. Um, I convinced myself that this is what it was. I convinced myself that my feelings were valid, whatever the case was. But it's like, I actually have a genuine heart to heart with myself. And then even to the point where, like I tell y'all, I can look in the mirror and I really observe my whole body. Um, I just feel like I used to kind of hide from myself. Like I wasn't open and honest. And it's weird to say that because it's me. But, um... I just wasn't open and honest with it, like, because if y'all, if y'all real with y'all self, y'all know we lie to ourselves, and we lie about the circumstances or whatever the case is, and we convince ourselves, like, girl, you right, so don't lie to yourself, be honest, be true, so, um, but yeah, I think for me, my relationship is just being vulnerable with me, because weirdly, I had a guard up with myself, like, I had a guard up and I wasn't even allowing myself to see my true self like and I think that's why in the beginning I didn't even know that I was as emotional as I was right mm-hmm. like I thought who I was was who I was because I never took the time to really dig deep and assess who is Shakrina what does she enjoy 
what don't she like you know what I mean and it's like having those conversations with myself allowed me to understand myself and that's just the relationship that I have with myself like that all ties together right that makes sense Mm -hmm. okay so yeah so I feel like for me um if I really just like look at the trajectory of the relationship that I've developed with myself up until now and I look back at what it used to be um I feel like I can say that I had a toxic relationship with myself Mm. um which would explain why I had toxic relationships because (laughs) if my relationship with myself was toxic you know what do you expect to get out of that but um I was very uh I mean well I've talked about how I've like I suffer from like insecurities and low self-esteem like heavy so it's like it's a constant narration or narrative in my head of that I'm just not good enough or just um you know you need to be like that person or you need to look this way or just you you just talking constantly talking down on myself constantly seeing the least of myself rather than the best so I can say that right now what my relationship with myself looks like is a different a different narrative um I still have my moments where it is like, oh, you know, well, that person, they do this or they look that way. And um, I can get in my head and uh, I can be hard on myself, but I feel like I'm able to catch it quicker and I'm able to, uh, I don't know, to speak to speak more positively to myself or even to take those feelings to, you know, to God, like, okay, well, this is how I feel or even to just assess them with myself. But, um, yeah, so I feel like my relationship now looks like learning to love myself or learning or loving myself and uh, being able to affirm myself, being able to be um, okay with my flaws. Um, I, I think, I don't know if I said it on here that my feet was like a big... I think you did. Yeah, like, I think one of my biggest insecurities were my feet and my teeth. Maybe that was a blog. And um, one thing that... One thing that I have started telling myself is that the things that I was the most insecure about, I gave no attention to. Mm. So it's like my feet, you know, they was out here just crusty. <laughs> you wasn't catching me at nobody's nail salon getting my feet done. I will go get my nails done. But it's funny because now it's the opposite way. Like yeah. I will get my feet done, but I won't get my nails done. Yeah. But it's just like I, I learned that when you begin to nurture the things that you know you're most insecure about you begin to develop a love for them yeah. so or there are some times where I look at my feet and I'd be like oh you know you know girl like really guy you could done a little bit better no I'm just kidding <laughs> I am just kidding but um it's not the way that I used to be like I would hide like if I had like I had sandals but if I had to go outside of my sandals and people was gonna be around oh baby you was gonna be like where patrice at oh she over there hiding behind something where her feet are hidden (laughs) but now it's like i'm just walking out here like sometimes i'll catch people glance at them but it is what it is because i don't know i just realized that i have to start to love myself and um i feel like i'm coming more into myself i'm coming beginning to embrace a lot more things about myself like I think I'm funny, you know? Yeah, and you say that a lot. I do say <laughs> I really think I'm funny. But before, it was like only certain people would have access to that. And yeah. it was only like one or two people. Because when I got around people, I just felt like I needed to present 
myself a certain way because I didn't want to be I don't know I, w- I was just so insecure like I was just like I tried to be what I thought people wanted me to be yeah. but there was those very few people where I was able to just let my guard down and that was my true authentic self and I was like I remember listening like Patrice you was a fool like you was funny you're <laughs> you're so fun to be a around whole character. right but um yeah so what does it look like it looks like self-love it looks like um embracing the journey uh because yeah I still acknowledge who I used to be you know because it's gotten me this far but I was toxic and now me myself and I we are working out this toxic relationship girl I think that toxic comment was like I was like dang because that's that's true it's like you can't have a toxic relationship with yourself just like with me I was delusional right yeah I was kind of what's the word like pull the wool over my own eyes how you do that I don't know but I would literally convince myself that what it was wasn't what it was like I wasn't as bad as I was like my Mm -hmm. attitude wasn't as bad as it is right um until it was exposed and I had to really just deal with it and y'all I don't know if I told y'all but when that the truth came out your girl bawled (laughs) I was bawling boohoo crying I had that Tamala man changing me song playing on repeat (laughs) I was like god (laughs) like I don't want to be like this no more like I was I who is she I don't want to be her and it's just crazy because I never saw myself that way Um, but I think him exposing it allowed me to even embrace the physical part of me too you Mm -hmm. know like dealing with my internal um and really assessing that uh allowed me to just embrace all of who I am you know um and and yeah the nurturing part like like I just told you the other day when I make my list of my wants and my needs like my needs consist of personal grooming because to me that's a necessity taking care of myself is a necessity Mm -hmm. like keeping my nails done keeping my hair done you know what I mean uh what is it oh my brows groomed like all of that to me is um is a requirement for myself I'm not doing it for anybody else this is for me so this is just like the me myself and I like Shakrina likes these things she likes to be pampered right she likes to look a certain type of way like these are things that I've learned about myself whereas before I did them just to do them but now I understand that like girl no we enjoy this you know like and then pretty soon massages and stuff gonna be added to the list because I enjoy I enjoy being pampered like and I know that about myself now because look I tried to do the self thing the self pedicure it don't work for me (laughs) I say this all the time I need somebody to rub on my feet okay I don't want to do it. I don't want to rub on my own feet. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so it's learning myself. Like, learning, like I said, learning what I like, what I don't like, who I am. You know what I mean? Um, and I actually had a whole process of that last year. Because I remember, like, like, how I take my morning walks now. And I used to always say, I'm not a morning person. Or I'm not an outside person. When I started walking, I said, Shakrina, you a damn lie. <laughs> we like being outside. Right. Like, I love the feeling of being outside. Even in this summer heat, y'all, in Phoenix, Arizona, 
it's a thousand degrees out there, mm-hmm. but I'll be going out there and walk. I will even walk in the middle of the day, like, if I feel it, if I feel bold enough. But I've done it, and it's like, being out outside, it's, it clears my mind. Like, that's literally when I'm, like, frustrated and flustered, that's where I go. I go outside. I need open space. Um, I go out there. I talk to God. Sometimes I just talk to myself. Mm, I didn't change from talking to myself, talking to God. So I'll be talking to God. Um, but um, but even like in the morning time, I love hearing the birds chirping. I love it's just like this crisp air in the morning. Like and then I learned that I don't like being in the gym, right? So I'm like, I always say I hate working out. I still do. <laughs> I hate working out, just but I'm right. But I don't mind walking. I don't mind going on walks. So it's like that's how I get my daily exercise in is being outside. And it's if I had not taken that time to learn myself, I wouldn't even know these things about myself, right? Like so that's where the intentionality part comes in because I was intentional about discovering who I am and what I like. And I don't just like things because it looks good. I don't just like things because somebody else tells me I should like them or I don't do things because somebody else told me I should do them. It's no, that's really what I enjoy doing. That's really who I am and that's really what I like to do. You know? Um so yeah, so it's definitely like I don't know. It it's been a good I was gonna say eye opener, but it's not even necessarily about being an eye opener, but just understanding the evolution of my relationship with myself. Cause before, like I said, y'all, I was just out here thinking I was one way and people perceiving me another way. But when they would tell me the truth, I would go off. Cause that ain't who I am. And just the emotional part, like your girl is a crybaby now. For <laughs> real. I cry over everything. But it's okay. I've embraced it. I am emotional, and I've always been emotional, but then I started to put this guard up because I started to tell myself, you ain't a cry, you ain't emotional, you don't have feelings. Like, I literally used to be like, we don't got no feelings, we don't cry, yeah. I'm a, I'm a gangster. Like, low-key, low for real, I say, I don't cry, I'm a thug. But, um, but yeah, and I used to really, like, live by that. Like, but it was torture. Like, girl, cry. Right. Crying is cleansing to the soul. Ain't that what they say? But anyway, the next point is, what do you feel comes first? The relationship with God or self? So the way I worded it is a little weird, but the way I was thinking about it, because when I was when I was walking earlier and I was thinking about the topic, I was like, what's the most important? Not what's the most important, but it's like, do you feel like you can have a successful relationship with God if you don't have a successful relationship with yourself like do you feel like a successful relationship with yourself requires you having a first a successful relationship with God or is it vice versa so this one it stumps me a little bit because I feel like you can't have one without the other go hand in hand yes that was my response Mm -hmm. however not even however but when I write down my goals, I prioritize myself, like my emotional and physical needs before I prioritize my spiritual needs. Mm-hmm. So I feel like because, hmm, I don't know if this is like, this goes against belief or whatever, but this is my journey. Who cares? I've had a, I've had seasons where it's like I prioritize my spirituality or my spiritual growth or my relationship with God 
and I still felt deficit with myself. Mm -hmm. Um, So when I started to really implement self-care, self-love, I feel like it actually enhanced my relationship with God. So I don't know. I can't say that one is better than the other because um, I believe God wants us to have a whole relationship with ourselves. So relationship with self and relationship with God are both priority. And they are, um, yeah, I don't think one is above the other. Yeah. No lie, like, that's why I said it was a question that I asked myself because it was like, okay, well, which one do we lead with? Do we, the most important, is it the relationship with God or the relationship with self? But, because, you know, people, oh, yourself is more important, whatever. Some people, it's, you prioritize God and you put yourself on the back burner. Um, For me, when I was asking myself the question, I actually thought about my process. Um, So I did embark on a relationship with God prior to me fully assessing myself, right? Um, But I felt like, you know, and I felt like it was a good relationship. But like you said, it wasn't until he really exposed me to myself before I was full. I feel like my relationship with him like increased Mm -hmm. and evolved Mm -hmm. and I think it's because I was so delusional about myself is like so I'm taking that delusional person Mm -hmm. version of myself to God so when I'm talking to God I'm talking to him from these lenses of who I think that I am Mm -hmm. so but when he exposed me and he revealed the true the true me and I really dealt with her um now I'm vulnerable, right? Yeah. I had to become vulnerable to even deal with myself, with yeah. the reality of who I was. So, like I said, I stripped that. I had a, my own guard up. So when I stripped that guard, it allowed access, my, my relationship with God, things kind of penetrated a little more better. Like, it was more deep. Like, I connected with him on a deeper level. Um, and I do remember even after that, it was like, remember, I used to tell you, like, Jesus lives in me. Mm-hmm. Like, I felt like, <laughs> look, me and Jesus is the same person right now, right? <laughs> Shoot. But um, but that's because I was dealing with myself and I had become one with myself. Like, it was no longer a battle of who I really am and who I think I am. Like, I knew exactly who I was, all of me, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had dealt with that. I was vulnerable vulnerable enough to admit who I was, you know what I mean, accept it, and then I was willing to change. Um, and in that, it allowed me to really be true when I went to God and I talked to God. So when he was exposing things or he would say things and I would feel a certain type of way, now I got to go check myself, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like convictions hit a little better. Mm-hmm. Like I felt those convictions a lot better once I fully dealt with who I was. And like, you know, just like, really, it's the guard. I let that guard down with myself. And so it's like when I, my connection with God was able to evolve and increase because he's now dealing with the true version of me, mm-hmm. right? Whereas before I went to him with this front. Not knowing. Like, I thought that I was being vulnerable then, right? Like, honestly, before he even exposed 
me to me i remember when he exposed the fact that i had daddy issues Mm -hmm. like a few years back and i was like whoa what (laughs) you know what i mean but so yeah it's just i don't know i wouldn't say one is over the other i definitely feel like they coincide i feel like you need both Mm -hmm. um because you can have a relationship with god but if you're not even being true to yourself if you don't truly know yourself when he's speaking and he's exposing, especially convicting, mm-hmm. you can lie to yourself and convince yourself that it ain't what it is, right? Mm-hmm. You can convince yourself that what you did, like you can justify your actions. Mm-hmm. And that's what a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. We justify our actions. Um, but when you really sit back and really acknowledge and, and take it all in and like assess yourself and deal with yourself, um, those convictions, they, they hit a little different. Mm-hmm. And you'd be like, oh. And I think it's when I read that scripture about um, his word being a double-edged sword and how it could penetrate. Mm-hmm. Um, it can separate, well, like soul from spirit. spirit. I was like, that that thing just, I don't know. When I studied that, that it just hit me like, dang, God. Yeah. But, um, but no, it's the truth. Because, like your emotions and your spirit man they kind of go hand in hand like your soul is connected to like your emotions and stuff but um but like what you said with the self-care and learning to prioritize but I think for me it was just being honest so when I was honest with myself about who I was then I was able to be honest with God you know and so when he would say things and I feel the way I feel then be like nah girl you just you know what's the word uh spoiled (laughs) like because you know you lie yourself i'm not spoiled this is what it is but it's like nah you spoiled like you only respond this way because you expect what you want you know because when people used to tell me that somebody just somebody told me that and i was like oh god damn but yeah because even before um i had said how whenever i would go to god or whenever i would like see a scripture or something my first perspective was negative yep you yeah like I always thought it was negative I always thought God was just coming down on me I always thought like oh even God you know is punishing me like God don't even want you know he thinks lowly of me too but it's because that's that was the mentality that I had about myself so I was coming into this relationship with God already with that perspective in mind so I was filtering everything that he was even saying to me through those lenses yeah and um it really wasn't until I began to really dig deep within myself and I'm still on the journey like by no means am I anywhere far like I'm still trying to discover what I like what I don't like um what makes me happy what my desires are what I you know what I want so yeah just to clarify like I'm I'm nowhere where I want to be but I'm completely in a different spectrum from where I used to be but um I was I don't know what what you had said but I was thinking I was like I feel like the God uh the relationship with God part is the accountability Mm -hmm. of relationships Mm -hmm. because how you said um like the conviction or Mm -hmm. whatever so god holds you accountable yeah he does for your actions he He holds you accountable for what it is that you out here doing Mm -hmm. and he be checking people girl so it's like um you have to be vulnerable enough to receive his accountability checks Mm -hmm. because what's the point of having an accountability partner if you're still not going to do anything yeah you can be checked all the time. You can have somebody check in on you all the time. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. You oh, you need to do excuses. that. You need to do that. Yeah, you're right. You know, that area a little over here. You're right. But if you're not being vulnerable with yourself and being like, you know what? Yeah, they right. Right. It's useless. Yeah. Um. So I feel like that relationship with self and that relationship with God. Go hand in hand. They go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. It's needed. 
can't have one without the other. Mm-mm. Not a successful one at that. Because, you know, we said we have relationships with God, but they were filtered. Because it wasn't until we really had a, you know, like had to really dig deep within ourselves or just assess ourselves and spend time with ourselves until we was able to really go deeper with God, be vulnerable with God. And I want to say that I know that this is like a big thing of like self-love and you know all that people like really loving themselves. And that's okay, but I feel like when it's not done my perspective, when it's not done with God, there's still a deficit. Amen. Because you're not able to You have blind spots. You have blind spots. Yeah. Mm-hmm like the accountability Mm -hmm. like god knows who he created you to be Mm -hmm. god knows what he put in you he knows everything so it's like sometimes we can we can have so much self-love that we only perceive ourselves a certain way and we may not allow certain perspectives in yeah um but when you have that relationship with god and you are pursuing self-love and you are pursuing that relationship with god and self you know whatever um Again, once again, he holds you accountable. He checks those areas and not in a aggressive way or a, a way to bring you down, but in a way to make you better. Yeah. So even if you have the best self-love right now and you don't incorporate God, I promise you it could be better. Girl, I'm not going to lie. I literally, before I even got into thinking about the podcast today, I was literally having a conversation with God because he checked me on something last night. Mm-hmm. And... I dismissed it and I was just like no because I've I have this battle between like condemnation and conviction right mm-hmm. and I'd be like anything that made me feel bad about myself is con- is condemnation and I don't receive it right mm-hmm. but then I was like so this morning when I was walking I was talking to him I was like you know what God because I, I knew it was conviction but I knew I was making excuses for it mm-hmm. and so I was like you know what forgive me because I know that because it was just correction Mm -hmm. you know like that wasn't that wasn't to make me feel bad about myself Mm -hmm. it was the correction and that was just him telling me like hey I didn't like that right like that's just a red flag and I was like it's just like with a parent your child do something they don't know that is bad or they don't even to them they don't think nothing of it until you tell them hey I don't like when you do that you know like and that's all that was but I was like no I was making excuses for it and like it ain't this that and other whatever or it ain't that bad but this morning I don't know I just was like you know what God my bad because I felt that correction Mm -hmm. but I chose to ignore it Mm -hmm. right I chose to make excuses for it really because I didn't ignore it It was there Mm -hmm. it was evident but I was just like nah it's just this but I'm like I I made excuses for it so I was like forgive me for that but you know but thank you for the correction like thank you for revealing to me like you know, because at the end of the day, like you said, it's to make you better. But as long as you keep lying to yourself, as long as you keep making excuses, um, and that's the whole thing is the, the personal relationship with yourself. It's like, stop lying to yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, let's use weight loss as an example, right? Like, we constantly lie to ourselves about our health, right? And we say, like, because um, like how you say the self-love thing that no i'm gonna use that one because self-love has been used so much as an excuse to lie to yourself right so you do some some off the wall crazy stuff and or like for instance you i don't know like you exposing yourself in a certain type of way you want to make the excuse of oh i just love myself this is me showing self-love or this is me 
embracing this about myself but it's like there's a certain way to go about it i saw a post earlier and it was like all right y'all gonna look up and be single uh y'all gonna be look up and be 50 and single because uh y'all so quick to get rid of everybody that what is it everybody that's not serving you right now or something like that and that's the thing we dismiss things Mm -hmm. and so it's like but we dismiss it with the we but because we tell ourselves like well, no, this is who I am and this is what it is, right? And so anything, anybody that speaks against that, Mm -hmm. they're not for me. Mm -hmm. No. Sometimes it's just called accountability. Like, yes, there is a such thing as haters. So you definitely need to have your guard up and red flags on those. But when somebody comes and they correct you or they they say something to you about something that you're doing, you automatically want to dismiss them. You are lying to yourself because, and then you're you're not allowing yourself to grow. Mm -hmm. Because you're keeping yourself stagnant because you're not allowing the opinion, not even opinions, but the input, the the accountability, the the conviction, the correction of other people. Because sometimes God will send somebody to correct you, right? Mm-hmm. To convict you. If he, he could say it, depending on how close y'all is, but if he know you ain't hearing him, he will send somebody. But we put our guard up and we be like, oh, they just a hater. Are they just this and they just that? I know I used to do it too. Like, who, what, what you saying, right? Like, rebuked. <laughs> we was rebuking everything, but it's like, no. Some things God uses, some people God uses to correct you, right? Um, they not, they, it's not shame, it's not guilt, it's none of that. But we lie to ourselves and tell ourselves that we are good. And that itself keeps you from evolving. So it's like you really got to be authentic, not authentic, vulnerable with yourself and be honest with yourself. Like really when they say take a long look in the mirror, like that legit means like assess all of who you are and not just who you portrayed to be. Because sometimes we put on this front of who we who we are to other people that we believe it. We start to believe it and we don't even really know who we are anymore, you know. And so now you just... It's this whole illusion of who you who you really are. And you got to start breaking down those barriers. But self-love, and it's funny because that's actually a question, is would you say that the relationship with yourself is the same as self-love? So to me, self-love, the way that it's portrayed socially on the social media is spending time with yourself. Mm-hmm. But having a relationship with yourself and self-love, they're not the same thing. I would say self-love is a, what's the word? Uh, Like it's something, it's a part of the relationship you have with yourself, right? So it's like, it's not the whole relationship. It can just be something like a branch of the relationship that you have with yourself. It's just like having a personal relationship like with your spouse and going on dates Mm -hmm. it's the same thing to me so it's like I have a relationship with myself but self-love would be me like spending that quality time um prioritizing myself over things you know but it, it wouldn't be the full relationship the full relationship is not just the quality time the relationship itself is the ability to be vulnerable with yourself hold yourself accountable for your actions and be intentional about 
build growing building growing building yeah so it's like yeah exactly so i wouldn't say that self-love is necessarily the same thing but what about you Hmm. so i don't know i think my perspective of self-love is different um i think i kind of view self-love as self-care or like if you put it in the socials as you say (laughs) um i feel like what was implemented or what is um viewed or what self-love the way self-love is viewed is more so Mm self-care um because i think one time what like two years ago you had pearl the question it was like um what does self-love look like to you Mm -hmm. and somebody had responded to the message to me and they were like you know a nice little blunt and a nice hot bath type of thing but i feel like that's self-care not self-love um so i feel like self-love i don't know I, i do like your perspective i do but I also feel like self-love is kind of the same the same as the relationship with yourself because you only put forth effort into those things that you do love. Yeah. You know, so I feel like putting forth the effort of being intentional, being accountable, and being vulnerable with yourself is um, having self-love. So I don't know. No, yeah, when you just said that, um, I mean, it doesn't change my mind. No, no, yeah, yeah. But when you said, like, okay, so let's break up the two words. So we got self-love, right? And then we have, like, the relationship with yourself, right? Mm -hmm. So the thing about love is it's a feeling, Mm -hmm. right? Which technically is not a feeling, but let's Mm -hmm. just use it in, in in that context of a feeling. Because you can love somebody, but not have the best relationship with them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, for me, there, my relationship, it's like, I love you, but I was not being vulnerable, intentional, or accountable yeah. in that relationship. But, okay, so you're talking about love is a feeling, but if we take it to biblical, love is an action. No, I know. But that's why I said if we use, we're going to use it in that context mm-hmm. of feeling-wise. Because um, you said if you love something, what would you say? You put forth the effort, you put forth which is the, the action. Yeah. But, well, biblically, love is patient, love is kind, love is long-suffering. Like, love is, you know, those are those are the actions, mm-hmm. right? Um, but I don't know. I just say because we throw around love so much that just because you love something doesn't mean that like it has to go beyond just loving Mm -hmm. and that's why i look at self-love as like i wouldn't say that the relationship so a relationship with yourself is the same as self-love i feel like self-love is a form like it's a branch of the relationship like you have a relationship with yourself so therefore you 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 do things for yourself Mm -hmm. that you enjoy right but see, I still feel like that's self-care because to me, when I just keep hearing self-love, I feel like... So then what's self-love? Self-love to me is... So when I say like I'm in a season of self-love, that's like embracing myself. That's being intentional with my growth. That's being intentional with um, evolving. You know, things like that. So yeah. to me, self-love is uh, the relationship with myself. But self-care is the extension of that relationship okay so because that's the way that you see self-love yes 
that's why I use the context. I said social because if you ask somebody what is self love, self love to them is it is self care. Yeah. So, but um, so to me, no. But I would in your from your in your context, your perspective, because what self love is to you, mm-hmm. then yes, they would be the same thing. Mm-hmm. But if we are just using the word itself and how it's portrayed, mm-hmm. how it's the definition of it mm-hmm. like now um i wouldn't say that they were the same thing because mm-hmm. a lot of people say self-love is like they say embracing their self right like i said that earlier like using that self-love it but it allows you to lie to yourself mm-hmm. because you've embraced yourself so much that you now no longer allow correction mm-hmm. you now lo- no longer allow anything that speaks against what it is that you have come to accept within yourself Mm -hmm. so you've you've capped yourself from growing Mm -hmm. right so therefore the relationship with yourself is not evolving Mm -hmm. you've stopped but you tell yourself like no i care about myself or i love myself Mm -hmm. and this that and the other um but yeah so but no, I agree. I, it, because your perspective of self-love is basically what we would say yeah. a relationship is. So then they would be the same thing to you. They go hand in hand. Yeah. All right. So the final question is, do you feel... Wait, what? Do you feel like your relationship with yourself has impacted the relationship with others? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 100%. Yeah. Um because I'm more aware of my triggers, because I'm more aware of my toxic thought processes and stuff, I'm able to um, check myself, uh, hold myself accountable, apologize when needed, um, and really, like, take that apology beyond just the apology. You know, like, oh, I'm sorry. But, like, no, be like, okay, don't do that again like do your best not to do that again or do your best to handle that differently and I can definitely say that I have been placed in positions where I am handling things differently and I think that it has helped um my relationship with others but also being that I love myself more now that's also impacted the way that I interact with others Mm. I'm not so uh weird (laughs) like (laughs) I mean, I have my moments, but, like, there were, like, there were times where, you know, I would be in environments, but I'm just so in my head that I'm not even present, you know? I'm so in my head about these insecurities, all these thoughts are just, like, flowing that, um, yeah, you're just not able to be present. And actually, I think Torrey had mentioned that in his book, huh? The Wholeness. In Wholeness, when he was, like, the people at the party. So, it's, like, mm-hmm. it's that one person that goes to the party... And they're looking around thinking everybody looking at them or whatever. And they're not having fun. So their perspective of the party was that, oh, the party was whack. But then it's another person that went to the party. And, you know, they out there mingling with people, talking to people. And to them, their perspective is that the party was popping. Right. So it's just like, uh, it's all about your perspective. So I think that now that I have grown to love myself more, that I'm able to uh, share myself more. So that has helped with my relationships. Yeah, I definitely would say that it it has impacted minds. Um, simply because I'm aware of myself mm-hmm. now, um, that I'm more mindful of 
how I not how I interact with other people, but I'm mindful of how can I say this? Uh I guess I would just say I'm more mindful of other people in general because like before when I say like selfish, right? So it's like if I know that I had selfish tendencies, not saying that I intentionally go out of my way, but I'm like I'm aware of that now. Mm-hmm. So it's like I make sure that when I am doing something for other people that it's not coming from the place of self-gratification, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, am I, and I constantly check, am I being truly authentic? Like, is this, am I being genuine in this action? Am I being genuine in this comment? Am I being, you know, just everything, every interaction with other people because it's like, it was something that I did that I didn't know that I was doing. So now that I'm aware of those things i i'm now have more internal conversations with myself about what i'm doing and i'm constantly being able to assess it and then the conviction conviction of it too if it is happening but i i feel like i've kind of kind of uh i'll catch it before you know like it's not like i'm doing it then then the whole spirit be like girl you oh my bad no like i i'm more cautious mm-hmm. so i would say I kind of think more because before like even think about emotions like I will respond based on my emotions that's just how I feel and I don't care Mm -hmm. but now I'll like I'll be quiet and I'll just listen and so I make sure that what comes out of my mouth is not intended to harm you because she used to be ruthless sometimes right Mm -hmm. and so it's like are you just doing are you just lashing out because you're mad or you know just whatever like you just don't care but it's like I feel like I'm a little more gentle Mm-hmm. Um, with my approaches now, but uh, but yeah, I would say that they, I, yeah, it's weird because I I assess a lot of stuff in my mind when I'm talking to people, and I just sit there and I just be like, you know, whereas before I just be like, yep, so do do do, but I'm like I do a lot of internal processing, um, but yeah, I think even just in my gentleness and and in my vulnerability, my ability to be vulnerable with others because I'm now able to be vulnerable with myself. And so letting that guard down, um, it it has allowed people to kind of understand me a little more. Mm-hmm. Like, stuff that I say to them that they never even knew. Like, if I say, like, that bothers me, I never even knew that bothered you. I never even thought, you know, you had that mindset or that thought process about this, that, and the other. And it's just like, so me being honest with them. Like, I'm able to be honest with others because I'm honest with myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I would definitely say that it has impacted it um for the better you know because it definitely impacted it before too so you know but um but yeah all right so that wraps up this episode um if you guys want to continue or join into the conversation go ahead and send us a dm on ig that's the only way that you guys will be able to communicate with us at this point because we don't know how else (laughs) to get in contact with y'all but yeah, so if you have IG, make sure you go follow us at Grow Queen Podcast on there. Um, let us know if you listen to this episode. What are your thoughts? What are your opinions? Um, do you have? How is your relationship with yourself? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just keep the conversation going. We love to hear from you guys. Um, anything else? Any other news? That is it, guys. That is about it. Um, thank you all for listening to this episode. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to rate this podcast if you have not already. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, leave a review if you are enjoying it. Um, but yeah, so we love y'all. We will talk to y'all next week. Next week. Deuces. Bye.